Hola, this is Nelson Jacobson here, and I'm the blogger behind musiccapitalist.com, and now this podcast by the same name. We're going to get into the music biz aspect of music from my position on the independent distribution front lines. Music Capitalist will be talking about and with independent musicians as well as doers and thinkers that love to talk about music. Thanks for joining. Here we are, the Music Capitalist podcast, which is an extension of my blog, themusiccapitalist.com which I'd like to believe is a repository of music business information that everybody should check out. As well, we'll often be chatting about things that you have commented there or past posts that you may want some more information about. Let's get to the exciting stuff, though. We're ready for our first interview, our first new music, and the first podcast sales and trends analysis and the inside information that the majors don't want independence to know about and to be able to execute with in today's new music business. Of course, the first person I thought about when I knew that this podcast was something that I was committed to doing is the one and only Roy Future Man Wooten. And I've set Roy a few questions in advance and I'll have this recorded conversation after this new music by Digmata. It's called Digmata, The Life, and it's in all outlets, digital and physical. And this song is aptly named Let's Get It. Come 
just me. My jeans sagging, rocking Gucci sneaks. My team players, we want all the freaks. Take them to the telly, mess up all the sheets. Put it in her belly, she take all the meat. My story written, it's a prophecy. Make it out the hood, take the block with me. Can't trust these. In the kitchen, we water whipping that zip fire. You don't know the difference. My scale good, got a beautiful mind. Close my eyes, I see the digits. My soldiers at war and we in the trenches. Knocking down walls and we building bridges. Some rats got to talk about splinter We eating over here, don't approach my dinner. I send you to hell like God do. Sinners ain't worried about the system. We out here winning. My style crazy, got the waves spinning. My girl stay wet, got that thing dripping. Get the hood hot like a Corvette engine. Ain't worried about the chickens. I'm all about my business. OTOD, we need yeah, no Yeah, hold it down, hold it down. Where the crown, oh? Let's get it. Let's get it. My time is right now, right now. Right I hope you're enjoying Digmata. Let's get it is available digitally and physically everywhere. Right now, let's get into this interview. For those that don't know Roy, there's not enough time to explain. However, the future man, part of his name, is the part that jumps out to me. So I'd like to introduce Roy, future man Wooten. Would you like to just say hello? Hey, everybody. So glad to be here and share this uh, moment with you all. All right, well, Roy, let's just jump right into questions because uh, this is the short podcast because we're in the music business right. and we got to keep it fast. So the first question is, <laughs> yep, what's the book or idea or music, the thing that has your most interest today? Not what's your project because we're going to talk about that next, but what is the future today for Future Man? Well, you know, it's funny. I'm always reading different books on a lot of different subjects, but I just recently got this book called Move Fast and Break Things. And it's all about uh, how Facebook, Google, and Amazon cornered culture and undermined democracy, and they sort of changed the path of the direction of where the Internet was going. And somehow this whole subject concerns all uh, creative content makers, you know, artists who write songs and make songs and create content for a living, and how that has gotten harder as we move forward with a lot of free entertainment, you know, leaking through these platforms. And um, so that's that's one of the latest, you know, uh, tip of the sword things that I'm reading right now. I have a lot of different books that I'm reading, but this particular one seems to frame up the situation that artists, musicians, filmmakers, and people who are creating creative content, a situation that we're facing on how to survive going into the future, you know, with your, making art. Well, listen, that's like a whole can of worms. I think we're going to be able to do a whole podcast because uh, just so everybody on the podcast uh, will know in good faith, I've been reading that book after Roy uh, recommended it to me, and it's an important issue. Um, But I want to stay on the course of Roy now. Let's get back to your music. So we always know that the future, and I met you talking about future releases, but we've actually been able to get your back catalog ready to go back up and be available in all of the digital and streaming outlets. Uh, And how does that make you feel? Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on, Roy, hold on. Hey, Roy. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about your back catalog coming back online? 
Well, I, I like the idea. In particular, I just like the, the philosophy behind the uh, of Us, you know, the way you guys are thinking about uh, putting music out, giving the artist a, t- uh, a place in ownership and incentives. And just the philosophy of a way of moving forward, because I have a lot of back products, uh, catalog stuff that's not out there because I haven't found a, a, a way, you know, a channel that's just meaningful all the way around. So, you know, everything that we do is part of a situation. So I, I feel like I'm, I'm just part of a good situation now where I have a meaningful way to put stuff out. And so that makes me feel good because I just feel like, um, the way that you do things all the way to, you know, moving from the move fast and break things book to the idea that uh, the independent artist is able to create music that creates an economy that comes back to the country. You know, that whole subject that uh, you talk about with Alcabaz is very meaningful to me. I think it's meaningful to a lot of artists, but we just don't know about the situation and the, and the power and the influence um, that happens when we're able to create things and not necessarily through the majors but to go out there and create things and create an economy that can work for you know the benefit of everybody sort of like the rising tide to lift all ships kind of thing and to think of my catalog like that that it can be part of a meaningful push to create content um, that helps you know the country that I live in and you know the economy that I live in and and everything means a lot to me as well. So I don't know if that makes a lot of sense to a lot of people, but these are in-depth conversations that we can really expound on at a future time. Yeah, we want to kind of open people's mind to that. You know, what's U.S.-made music? What's the role of independent music? Now, speaking of music, though, so what's going to be the connection between your back catalog that's now coming back up and the new music that we've been working on? And do you want to share with people about the new music and what to expect? Yeah, well, I just think the back catalog is sort of a, you know, stepping stone, you know, as we move up. But some of the things I've done is like, I've just, you know, taken a fresh approach of looking at all of music, and that includes classical music as well as jazz, as well as dance music, and how it all affects me. And some of the back things that I've done is I've, I've taken a look at, uh, I think it's Evolution de la Music, where we just looked at classical standards, like a jazz standard, and tried to play them as honestly, and tried to play them as honestly as possible. And what I mean is like, you know, from the jazz tradition, if Louis Armstrong plays Hello Dolly, and by the time Miles Davis comes and plays Hello Dolly, it's gonna be a whole different take on it. If, if uh, Dizzy Gillespie played, it would be a different take. If Clifford Brown played, it would be a different take. And so jazz has the ability to take a, a song or a melody and make it very personal. And I wanted to, to, to apply that to Beethoven, to apply that to Mozart, to apply that to Stravinsky, to apply that to Ravel, and play these melodies as honestly as possible. Even Schumann, because we found out when you play Schumann, if you just replace all the strings with horns, man, Schumann always sounds like New Orleans. There's a jazz yeah. tinge yeah. to all of it. Yeah, I can so, see you know, uh, so, so, so from the path to the future, you just see my evolution, you know, just going through music and then bringing music to the story. If there's a big, quick thing that I'm talking about, it's music and story, how the story goes together. And my inspiration is like from the past, when you have people like uh, Wagner or uh, 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 Stravinsky, Mozart, 
they had all this bad, cool music. And then they come with a story behind it, you know, a whole opera, man. And so, like, in their time, they're the equivalent of, uh, of, of the music guy and the director put together. And to, 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 to embrace that idea today is to embrace the story, where you're not just bringing the music to someone else's story, but you're actually bringing the whole story. Well, it sounds like it's waiting to explode today, and you're trying to, you're lighting that flame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm actually working on this story, you know, with the Chevalier St. George, and there's a whole series of stories and trilogies that are unfolding based on that inspiration and that challenge. You know, it's not like what I'm saying is easy, because, you know, we're going to embrace the sound part, you know, how you do your music, and how do you tell a story? Not just in print, but how do you bring the story to the screen? See what I'm saying? And so in our age, we just have all of these great disciplines that are just right there at our fingertips. And now, you know, with editing, regular people can edit, regular people can get their audio. You actually have the opportunity to, like, look at the big picture and tell a big story if you want to. Oh, and wow. so this is the challenge that I like, you know? Tell I like this because, you know, as soon as we include the stories, like, I can play any kind of music. I can play percussion ensemble music. I can play lead guitar music. I can play orchestra music. I can play taiko music. You know, it just kind of goes everywhere. Yeah, well, I love to sell stories. Sorry, yeah. I, I... So people just stay tuned, you know, when you hear me talking about Chevalier, the Black Mozart Project. It's this big story with classical music where it's telling a story of, of music, you know, and how music, uh, you know, really music is the soundtrack that changes the world. And uh, just for people, you know, I'm saying a lot of words, but just for people to get the gist of where we're going here. If we look at music and we look at history, you know, you can go back to music and say Mozart, back music in the soundtrack. If I say Beethoven, I say who was the king and the queen during Beethoven's time. We don't really know so much, you know? So it's like how music, it just goes on to be so powerful throughout the ages and carry the, carry the soundtrack forward. So I like the idea of putting the music and the story together. All right. All right. So to keep this, uh, we're going to keep this to this 10 minute uh, convo because this right. is the last question. It's really simple. Okay. When are you and your brothers going to go out on tour by yourselves? Well, well, me and my brothers just played a jazz festival in St. Louis. Um, the next thing that's coming up down the pipe is uh, me and Victor will be going out with Bela Fleck and the Flectones the whole month of August. Uh, the Flectones. Um, and the Chicoria Electric Band will be doing a double bill tour for the month of August. And we're coming to New York, uh, up, up up in that area, and ending up in L.A. at the Wilton Theater. So that's what's coming up next. And, you know, other than that, you know, uh, there's a jazz club here in Nashville called Rudy's, which is named after my saxophone playing brother, who just recently um, who passed away about, I don't know, eight yeah. 10 years ago and they created a jazz club so now Nashville has a jazz club and every Wednesday night my brother Reggie is playing there and uh, if I'm in town I usually go out there and sit in so you can find us alright people find us, uh, doing cool things and my brother Vic is doing a series of music camps as soon as I get off the phone I'm going to a music camp um, I teach at a music camp for uh, my brother Victor's Wooten Woods music camps all right, people, Wooten Woods, you got to check it out. You got to go to Rudy's in Nashville and get ready to see Roy and Victor on the road and Roy's music everywhere. Thanks, everybody, uh, for listening. And Roy, thank you. Thank you.
Bye. Let's do this again soon. Yeah, definitely. All right. Bye. All right, let's jump into these numbers. Nielsen, according to them, for the week ending 06-22-17, total digital sales were 42.4%. So basically, physical sales were 58%. That's the information that the big people don't want you to know. Because as it breaks down into stores, who's selling the most? Well, by by category right now, non-traditional. That's your Amazons. They're about 22% of the industry. Then you got mass merchants. They're still such big players. They're they're right about 19%. Uh, the independents, they're 11. And the chains are 7%. So, when you're going to plan your strategy, who are you going to start planning your strategy? Basically, where people are buying this, this is where you want to put your music. And in order to do that, you actually kind of need a plan. And that plan, at some point, is going to say you need a distributor. And you need some money. So, maybe that's the next podcast. We're going to talk about that. Thank you for joining the Music Capitalist. And look for Digmata on all of the outlets. Well, we've come to the end of this first Music Capitalist podcast. I may have butchered a few names, a few facts, but the intent of what we're trying to give you is all the same. Fresh Insight Music Biz Info.